Chapter 5 is titled Developing Reading Fluency. Fluency is the ability to comprehend text in various types with speed, accuracy, and appropriate expression. Along with fluency, there's like a key role that is called automaticity, and that is automatic recognition of sight words. So the big question is, is the lack of fluency an actual problem? Well, yes, it is an actual problem. Some students develop accurate word pronunciation skills, but they still read slowly, so their decoding does not come automatically. Children also read less text than their peers and have less time to remember or to review or to even comprehend the text. So they are more focused on trying to decode that one word instead of getting the whole gist of um, the text. And children can also be less able to retain the text in their memories and less likely to integrate those segments with others since they can't really comprehend what they've just read. There are a few activities that can be taken into place to help with fluency. Those activities include choral reading, when everyone is reading at the same time. There's also echo reading, where the teacher reads and the students are supposed to read the, that part back exactly the way that the teacher did. And then there's also buddy reading, so the students can work together, um, usually in, in pairs, and they read a passage together. That's either they do a paragraph each, a page each, or even a sentence each. And there are also other strategies that can help um, to get students to become more fluent in their reading. So um, one thing is that you can get your students to read while pointing with their finger and following along with the words. There are also, um, a good strategy is also for the teacher to model. So she could read the book first and kind of like show them. Um, how to read it with expression, and how to read it with the correct uh, punctuation and pronunciation, and that way the students kind of have an idea of how they should read as well. And this also plays with like reading over and over again. The students become aware and familiar with the story, and they kind of start adding. They know what's coming, so they start adding their their own um, expression to it, and they kind of get the sense of what a certain punctuation means. But overall, fluency is very important because it helps people, or well, you obviously become a faster reader and you can decode a lot more automatically and don't have to sit there and think about every word and um, instead just comprehend the entire text within itself. The next chapter is chapter six and this is about increasing reading vocabulary so for um to increase vocabulary in students you first we need to know what exactly are the types of vocabulary that um should be taking into place so there's a listening vocabulary that comes from like the tv and from the radio there's speaking vocabulary and there's reading vocabulary there's writing vocabulary which is like how they actually use it and then there's core vocabulary and academic vocabulary, which is what they actually need to know. So, um, 
to get the students to kind of be aware and just kind of like a, a place to just kind of get it started with vocabulary, it's a great idea to kind of have um, word walls and kind of like word banks around the classroom and just, if you know, come around a word that is new to the class, you just kind of like talk about it and give examples, use it in sentences and, and just, you know, make sure that they become a little bit more familiar with it and then add it to that word wall and then I think that um, just having it there placed around the classroom whenever they're doing individual work or, or group work, whatever it is, they can refer back to that and just have it there and, and know that they put it up there on the wall together and trace back to when they were actually talking about it and what was being said about that specific word. Another good way to encourage um, an increased vocabulary is for a teacher to have read-alouds. So just kind of like have them listen to each other or have the teacher be the model and um, even if it's a word that the teacher knows but something that might be the teacher can notice that it'll be a little bit more complicated for her students, his or her students, um, just kind of put yourself in their shoes and kind of model the way that you'd like for them to decode a word that is new to them. And um, individual reading is also encouraged so they can, even if it's a book that they know that they always read, just rereading and rereading is always helpful. It's reading, so it, it it's better than not. Um, also, something that's called village English activity. Um, it involves kind of having um, things around the classroom labeled, but not just in one language, but in, in many different languages, or at least two. And you kind of have like the meaning of the door you have it in English and then below it you have it in Spanish or you have it in Japanese um, and that way they even if they don't speak Japanese it's, it's a new word for them you know they they're learning along with everybody else overall these two chapters do go hand in hand with each other and uh, vocabulary and fluency require a lot of repetition and a lot of um, patience and just kind of going over things and having it being exposed, having it being kind of a norm and, and for the kids to have it there uh, for their own use and something that they can refer back to. So again, with the displays in the classroom and the modeling of the teacher.